Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to Sound to Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode, The Sound of Service, featuring Sean McCrindle of Basher Children's Home. The Sound of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, Sean, I guess first off, congratulations on two fronts. Congratulations on uh, ascending to be the CEO at Basher Children's Home after uh, some, some longtime service on campus. And congratulations on Basher's latest celebration, uh, the building of your newest facility. So let's take that first one first. Uh, what's it like sitting in the chair now? Well, Vince, I think that no matter how long you've been at an agency, when you, you sit in the chair at the CEO position, you have to gear yourself differently. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to be involved with an agency that's had great leadership long before me and a great foundation to build from. We also have some really good people who, who know what they're doing and a lot of depth in the agency, so I'm able to focus on the things I need to. So what's it been like the first couple of months? Uh, is it a little bit like drinking from a fire hose? Freight train <laughs> going downhill, yeah. But in such a good way because I, yeah. I think we have so many good things going on. I've had the opportunity to meet with some really great, uh, just longtime supporters of Basher and people who are really in this for the kids with us. You know, we probably should uh, somewhere at the start just kind of give a nutshell version of what Basher Children's Home offers the community today. We'll talk about the history a little later in the program, but just what you're offering today. Yeah, today we have a lot of different services that we provide. Everything from a day school where kids come in uh, from the community, go to school with us and return home at night, to community-based services, which have a huge array to them, to residential services, which we're most known for everything from emergency shelter care to services for substance abuse for uh, survivors of human trafficking, as well as kids who've had uh, difficult traumas in their life that they're recovering from. So, and we also have a foster care program mm -hmm. within our agency. And the and the 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 tagline has stayed true to form: help for today, hope for tomorrow. Uh, the kind of thing that you offer children, families in the community. Correct, yes. And in full disclosure, I should, for those who may not know who have, who have tuned in, Sean and I worked together for a while. Mm -hmm. I was the development director at Basher for about 10 years uh, while Sean was working his way through programming. I'm stunned that Sean is in charge now, and Sean is stunned that I'm alive. So uh, <laughs> we've got that out of the way. Uh, talk about the newest success story, the Abby Thomas House. Yeah, that that is such a great testimony to our not just our agency but our community as a whole and so several years ago when we were able to open our uh, shelter care program we started to hear from kids who had been out there on the streets couch surfing um, and and got themselves into really difficult situations and situations where people took advantage of them and we found out from that that there was a larger need for girls especially there are guys involved too but girls especially within our community and region for uh, services that help them survive human trafficking. And 
this building really, um, as we started it, we realized there was a larger need. We needed to expand our services. And so there was some really great community support that came together and also a lot of expertise to, to be able to say, okay, we need to design a facility that can specifically treat the needs of these girls and get them on the path of their life. And so as we've partnered with the community and they partnered with us, we're bringing this to fruition right now. You know, as trite as it sounds, it really is a good news, bad news situation. Really bad news that sex mm-hmm. trafficking is, is, has reared its ugly head in such a way. And, and I'm not sure, Sean, that the community understands just how prevalent it is. Yeah, I would say, Vince, quite frankly, we didn't realize how prevalent it was. Okay. I mean, we've, I've been in this field for 26 years, and, and when I started to hear from our staff and from the kids how much of it was going on out there, I had to step back and say, this sounds crazy to me. But as we got more and more involved in more stories, we realized it is. There is more of this here. And so I think it's been a surprise to all of us uh, just how prevalent it is in the community. And that's the bad news. But the good news is, is, boy, when you presented this to the community, it stepped up in a big way. Your collaborations with other agencies and with government officials and, of course, the donors stepping up in what I believe is the most benevolent county in Indiana, uh, mm-hmm. together you guys were able to get that done in remarkable time yes yes and we definitely have had our community step up on so many different levels and that's why this isn't a basher uh treatment facility this is a community treatment facility that's been uh backed by the community and and supported and and there's been very strong relationships built that I, I believe will help improve these girls' lives, not just from the treatment we do, but the connections that are made long-term. Now, she's going to chase us with a stick, but we'll have to deal with that. Let's talk a little bit about Abby Thomas from the standpoint of, hold on, peace blooms. Yeah, That's, that's a tagline. Uh, it's a phrase that's very close to Abby, who helped lead this, this charge, if you will, to get this home built. Yes. Abby is such a great character, you know, she, uh, is she, and she's been connected to our kids, supportive of our agency, but as she really started to understand the need we were having and, and the need to expand our services, she just basically said, we're going to get this done. Let's figure it out. Let's get going. And that is just her attitude <laughs> all the way across the board. I've not met many people who said no to Abby. No, I, you know what? <laughs> it's hard to say no to her, especially when her passion is to help these girls have a life that they deserve. Mm-hmm. You're not getting in her way. And we didn't want to. We wanted to run along with her. Well, it's just a great credit. And it really stems from the DNA of what Basher Children's Home has been for all of this time. I mean, since the time that John and Emmeline Basher opened their property, mm-hmm. opened their home uh, more than a century ago, but or almost a century mm-hmm. ago, I should say. You know, you go back just a few years. You, you responded to a need when n- runaways had no place to go, where people who'd been kicked, young people who'd been kicked out of their homes had no place to go. Basher stepped up, and, and the home that we see on Basher Road uh, uh, was a response to that. You've responded to educational needs and, and partnered with the schools with your, your alternative education programs. You go back to shelter care and, and uh, where secure facilities have been offered throughout the state of Indiana. I mean, that just is in the DNA. You respond to need uh, mm-hmm. in a collaborative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and can you, how, do, how does your staff respond to that? Because, you know, leadership is so important from the standpoint of, they can go, oh, we're doing something else, or yo, we're doing something else. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think one of the most telling things was in the most recent board meeting I was in is uh, some of our, our program staff were in and, and discussing some of the programs. And our board chair said to me after the meeting, nobody says I, everybody says we. And and I think that's where our staff really realize if we are going to take on this awesome responsibility, no single one of us is going to be able to do it ourselves. And so we have to do it together. And the, and they often say, we're not going to say no, we're going to ask how we can do this. Mm-hmm. And and just that effort creates a lot of um, a lot of work on their part, but also is is the mantra that they live by. They believe it fully. We have to try to find ways to say yes. And a lot of that comes from great history. No one man stands out about another. But a lot of your current attitude comes from the man who trained you, groomed you, and you succeeded, Don Phillips. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced, Sean, that people like Don Phillips, Kevin Deary, Candy Yoder, Lori Knopfinger, uh, that that group of nonprofit mm-hmm. leaders who were all in this community at the same time really changed the face of nonprofit and mission service in our area. Absolutely. In fact, you know, I think one of the biggest things, and people would have said they th- that it couldn't have happened, was the way that they not only did great work, but they did great work together. The collaboration, the focus on saying, how do we as agencies not try to duplicate what other agencies are doing, but try to come alongside each other and strengthen it so there are less gaps for kids. All of those people have been real pioneers in doing that. And I think many communities have really strived to emulate that, but have had a a difficult time. Well, and of course, Don was the king of collaboration, you know, and here comes this loud guy from New York Mm -hmm. who, who steps into our community here in Goshen. And, you know, I was, I'd been at Basher for a year when Don came along and, and he was such a change agent. But the thing that really struck me was he refused to just let one person or one group take the credit. This is something we are going to do in our community together. Yes. Yeah. In fact, you know, early on, I was wondering if, if he'd be able to do that. This guy, you know, was, was from New York and mm-hmm. couldn't even figure out four-way stops. <laughs> um, other than I must be first. That was yeah. kind of his, his there we thing. Go. Um, but, but unlike that, it, when it came to the community of serving children, his whole thing was is if you, if you believe in your mission, then it's, it, it's not about you. It's about whoever can complete that mission. And, and that's why I believe he's, his whole thing was, it's not going to be about what Basher does, or it's not going to be about what another agency does. It's going to be about what we do, and hopefully Basher can have a part in making that successful for kids. So, Sean, I want to talk a little bit about, about your growth, because you know, obviously this is a mission for you. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your father was a firefighter for generations and, and gave so much to this community. You're married into a ministerial family mm-hmm. um, with the Shetler family, and you've been at Basher now for how long? You have to confess. 26 years. For 26 yeah. years. What is the mission point that keeps you going? Every day. Uh, every day, if you're willing to look for it, there are gold nuggets, little gold nuggets that you can find. And the best thing about being at a place like Basher is when those gold nuggets come, they're not yours to keep. You, it's something you see in a kid or in a staff that does something that you know is going to give that kid the ability to have hope for their future. And so I always say to our staff, you're like these 
great uh, pioneers who went all the way across the country to find gold. But once you go through all that struggle and get it, unlike everybody else who put it in their pocket, you hand it back to the child so that they can go see what their life can be if they just try. I would be remiss, and I'm ambushing you a little bit, so I hope I don't make you stutter too much. Share with me just one kid's success story that has stuck with you over the years. I I can um, share one of my favorite ones. Several years after a young man who was in a substance abuse treatment program, which for a period of time I ran uh, that program, had called me after being gone six, seven years and started talking, asking me questions, and I had to slow him down, just like it always happens. <laughs> who am I talking to? So anyway, he told me, and, and the greatest thing that came out of this was he told me the story of we used to go camping in the Manistee National Forest with the kids, which was quite an adventure. <laughs> um, but he told me the story of, of how now he had two young boys who were just old enough to go camping. Oh, my. And so he wanted to take them camping there because unbeknownst to me, because he'd never said it the whole time, there was a specific spot where he came to know God when he was on that trip mm. and he wanted to show his sons that spot. And I thought not that the life transforming experience for that kid gave his two boys an experience that he never had. He never had a good man in his life until he, he came to get connected with us. And now they have a father who's taken them camping. Boy, that's all the thanks you need, isn't mm, it? Always. I, I told him I was mad at him because now I'm doing it <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> well, we're hoping since you've been there 26, you'd sign up for another 26. I'm a lifer. Yeah, as Sean, as I said at the top of the show, congratulations, both Thank you personally you. and the agency as a whole for the things that you've done. Sean McCrindle of Basher Children's Home. The Sound of Service has been presented in part by DJ Construction. Decidedly different. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Vince Turner.